to the Thursday, August 17th edition of the High Stakes Fantasy Advantage Podcast. Greg Ambrosius here along with Tom Kessenick and Derek Butcher. And Tom, you and I are involved in yesterday's SiriusXM Host League, 12-team league, 16 rounds. And uh, it was an interesting draft. I had the first pick, you had the eighth pick. And while we're watching NFFC drafts all the time, we got the NFFC ADPs and such, we thought this was going to be completely different, and it was just the opposite. This was kind of a chalk draft compared to what we've seen with NFFC. Really? We don't see that often. No, not in the industry. It seems to be a big difference between what we see in industry drafts and our drafts. But this one kind of followed suit. It was pretty much what you would expect to be in a typical NFFC draft. The players kind of went where they are going now. There weren't a lot of surprises. Obviously, you get deeper into draft. People start reaching for people that players they like. But early on in particular... I, I did think that it was just like we were watching an NFFC draft. So if you had the ADP, those were the guys who were coming off the board at pretty much those spots. Yep. Derek, you've watched more NFFC drafts than I have. This looked pretty chalky, didn't you think? Oh, for sure. I mean, there was no surprises. I mean, really. I'll tell you what, this is how chalky it was. I have my ADPs here from the last week in the NFFC online championship, 12-team leagues. The first 22 picks were the first 22 on our board as it came to me at 24. I could not believe nobody had reached for anybody. When it got down to the sixth round, the first 68 picks were the first 68 on our ADPs. I mean, I did not expect that. Usually guys are reaching here, there, and everywhere, but it was not the case. Yeah, and there usually seems to be in the industry draft just a pronounced difference in approach. Yeah. But in this one, it was pretty much an NFFC-style draft. So if you're familiar with that, you were using the ADPs as a guide, you were right on point. You saw who was going off the board, and you saw where guys, more importantly, you saw where guys you would want are going to go, and that's pretty much how it went out. Including Ezekiel Elliott. I said you'd have a shot at him at 17 because this is a conservative group. Like you say, even though we're not playing for anything, Mike Dempsey took him at 14. He was chastised for it. Yeah. I have no idea why. That's about where he's going in the NFFC good again. Pick. Very yeah. chalky. I think I it's like a good it. pick. Yep. I think there's a chance that he could get that reduced from yep. six games to three or four. Uh, we've seen some evidence here that this is kind of iffy. She was kind of uh, hoping to get some money maybe. So we'll see. But uh, what do you think? Ezekiel Elliott, you were surprised by that or not? No. no. Yeah. I, I said yesterday in the podcast, I didn't think I'd be just uh, choosing on him. I thought he'd be gone. And I figured, okay, Mike doesn't take him where he took him. Yeah. Colt and the Wolfman are one pick ahead of me, and they always pick three running backs to begin their draft. And they're always. So no running backs were getting past me. That's why I was thinking at DeMarco Murray there for my pick. Yeah. When he was the last good running back on the board, I knew I wasn't getting a mark. They were going to take him, and they did, so I yeah. took Des Bryant. They took a long time before they, they did. They, 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 <laughs> yeah, for, for people whose strategies are so yeah, well known, they, they, they could have picked a lot faster. I think so. Derek, what do you think there? Ezekiel Elliott, 14th in an industry draft. I wasn't sure that was going to happen, but it did. Do you think it was a good pick? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I don't I don't have a whole lot to add here. Um, I probably would have done the same thing at that point, so no problem with it. 
All right, let's give the first round here so everyone can understand what we're talking about here. I had the first pick, obviously, David Johnson, then Lev Bell, then Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Mike Evans. Ray Flowers took Mike Evans fifth overall uh, ahead of Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham went sixth to Lisa Ann, LaShawn McCoy seventh. Tom took uh, Green. You said you were going to take A.J. Green. And a baby, right Tom. Uh, Elvin Gordon goes nine to Colton the Wolfman. Dr. Roto took Devonta Freeman, then Michael Thomas, and Jordan Howard. Howard and Nelson went back-to-back at the one-two turn. So really, no surprises no, there. No, that's exactly, I figured that would be the seven. I thought maybe I would have a very slim chance to take LaShawn McCoy at eight if A.J. Green went seven, but yeah. I kind of figured LaShawn McCoy would jump up there because somebody always wants a running back in that spot, and sure enough. Yeah, Ray said he was choosing between Evans and McCoy. He didn't want any part of Beckham, which that was kind of the surprise there was Evans moving up a little bit. Okay, yeah, I mean, I I understand, you know, Beckham's kind of a kind of a tool, uh, you know, and he's tough to watch at times, but shoot, man, he's a superstar talent. He's I mean, a generational don't, talent. Don't overthink the Odell Beckham thing. Yeah. Just take him. I mean, if you want to decide between him and Julio Jones, that's a discussion. But don't pass on Beckham because you think he's kind of a douche. I mean, yeah, he's a bit of a douche, but he's a superstar talent. I agree. Randy Moss was a major league douche. And you hey, know he's a knock it off. Absolutely. Derek, what do you think? Evans at five. Would you have done it? No way. I think I made it pretty clear yesterday that uh, Evans is a little bit farther down my uh, my first round draft board. At that spot, I would have taken Odell Beckham and loved it. All right, let's go through the second round. What the heck, huh? Jordy Nelson was the 13th overall pick, first pick of the second round. Then it went Ezekiel Elliott, like we said. Jay Ajayi goes to Dr. Roto with the third pick, then DeMarco Murray. Tom took Des Bryant. Uh, you were thinking about Cooks. I know yeah. you were. So yeah. the reasoning behind Des Bryant. Uh, I think it's just a little safer. Yeah. I mean, he's a stud. He's a proven stud. His last eight games last season were sensational. He finished strong, and that was with Ezekiel Elliott in the lineup. Mm -hmm. So without Elliott, maybe they use Des a little bit more uh, to compensate. So to me, it's a safe pick. I think he's undervalued this year. So it would have been either way. If Des had been gone, I've been happy with Cooks. Yeah, it is interesting. You see him go early in the second round in some of our drafts, yeah. and he goes 23rd in some other drafts. So he has been all over the board here in the second round, though. All right, Doug Baldwin followed Bryant, T.Y. Hilton, then Amari Cooper. Then it's getting close to me, and I'm thinking i got a good shot here. I'm going to either take Cooks or Fournette. Nah, Matt Camp takes Fournette, then Gronkowski goes. I'm one pick away from Cooks. Come on, Brandon Cooks. And, of course, him. So now I'm stuck at the turn there. I shouldn't say stuck. I mean, I've got two good options, but honestly, I mean, I just wasn't, I didn't want Hopkins because we've got him in the yeah. FSTA league and I wasn't sure there. I thought Demarius Thomas was probably a safer bet. I was thinking about prior, I don't know, I just took Adams from the Packers. So I went uh, Demarius Thomas and Adams. Uh, Derek, Give me your criticism and agree. I did get a little snipe there between Fournette and Cooks going before me. Yeah, you, you definitely got snipe. I think it happened to you a couple times actually on those wraps. But uh, I, I mean, I don't have a problem with the picks. Thomas, like you said, is, is fairly safe. I, I wouldn't have gone Devontae Adams there. I just think the touchdowns regress night. I, I, the Packers offense, I mean, we know it's going to be good. So it's not, a, I'm not going to say it's a horrible pick. Um, I probably would have gone with Terrell Pryor just because I think he has a monster year coming and I want that that upside. And with the other pick, um, you know, if I, if I would have gone Pryor, I probably would have 
maybe paired him with Demarius. Otherwise, Todd Gurley right there. Um, I think he went a couple picks after you again. Um, that might have made me think twice about taking him there. So I don't know. Um, all in all, y- you got some safe picks, I think. Um, I probably just would have went a different direction. Yeah, I, and I agree. Adams is dependent on the touchdowns. There's no doubt about it. In fact, that's why I didn't want to take him in the FSTA draft. I convinced you to go with Hopkins because I just felt like Adams was so dependent on those 12 touchdowns he had last year. But uh, I'm going with the better quarterback there. So so there we go. Uh, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to give you my team here. So I started out David Johnson and Demarius Thomas and then Devonta Adams. I took... Uh, Let's see, Jarvis Landry in round four. He fell to the 48th pick, so I was actually pretty happy with that one. Ended up taking Ty Montgomery there. I felt if I didn't take a running back in the fifth round, I'm 23 picks away. I thought it was going to get pretty tough there. Thought about Cook. I mean, I should have taken Delvin Cook, I guess. Uh, but I took Montgomery. Closed out here at my tight end is Delaney Walker. Dante Moncrief is my flexed. I ended up getting Matt Prater as my kicker as the last pick. And I took Denver's defense. My reserves, I got Paul Perkins, Corey Davis, Hunter Henry, Jeremy Hill, Matt Forte, and Andy Dalton. Yes, I took Jeremy Hill after just trashing him yesterday. <laughs> Said he's nothing there. But he is leading them right now. Oh, yeah. Now you like him. He's coming I around, man. Yeah. I didn't say I like him, yeah. but uh, I took him as my fourth back. All right. How about reading your lineup off here? All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I was pretty happy with the, the team I ended up getting. Uh, Jameis Winston's my number one quarterback. Rivers, like he's... Uh, we've been talking off the air. Rivers was my yep. backup. We can talk about him in a bit. Uh, number one running back was Delvin Cook, who I got in the third round. Yeah, and to me, I, I, we talked about Cook yesterday. I like the fact that he is involved in the passing game. So even yep. if the, the rushing production isn't there, he should offset it with the, the passing game work. So I got Delvin Cook there. Tevin Coleman, I love Tevin Coleman. So he's my number two. Theo Riddick, I love Theo Riddick. He's my number three. Uh, Deion Lewis is my number four running back, and that was kind of like I got to a point in the draft where I, I didn't. There was nobody who was on the board I liked, so I took what the hell, Deion Lewis. Maybe he gets traded, or I cut him in week one. So yeah. I don't worry about that. So he was my uh, fourth running back there, and then uh, I don't even remember who was my fifth running back. Who did I get at the? Oh, Jamal, and oh. I took Jamal Charles with my final pick. Yeah, there you go. Woo-hoo! I'm fired up about that. No, I don't. He'll probably get cut in week one, too. Hey, that's a dart worth throwing yeah. in the 16th round. I mean, with the bye weeks and everything, you're going to be cutting somebody to yeah. pick up. I mean, there's only 16-man rosters, so I have no problem with you grabbing yeah. him in the very, very last pick in the draft, and again, we'll find out early in the year if yeah. you've got anything left. Right. Or not, I'd drop him. All right, wide receivers, A.J. Green, Des Bryant, Martavis Bryant, my yeah. guy. I told you you weren't going to get him. Nah, that is a sweet trail. And he was my number four, Deshaun, or my number three, excuse me. D-Jax, Sean Jackson is my four. I love D-Jax this year. I think people are sleeping on him a little bit. And I really wanted Randall Cobb as my fifth receiver. I was all geared up for that. I thought, he, it's finally going to happen. I'm going to get him. He's my number five, and he goes three picks ahead of me. And I took John Brown, who doesn't really inspire me to feel great. But, uh, You're going to no, love you that. No, you John Brown jerseys. I know no, I don't. And You're going to love that pick. Yeah, whatever. It's my fifth, whatever. Jimmy Graham is my number one tight end. Austin Hooper. My backup, I like him a lot as a backup. Mason Crosby was my kicker because what the hell, I took a Packer. And the Chiefs were the defense. Everybody was going kicker, so I took the number one. Well, let's talk. Okay, Derek, go ahead. I know you like his team because he's got Cook on his roster. That's the only reason you like <laughs> his team, right? 
uh, it's one of the reasons I, I love Delvin Cook in the third round. I think we know that. Um, I just like I would have made many of the same picks Tom did. I, I flip a coin between Des and Brandon Cooks for me in the second round, but again, it's a coin flip. So I mean, all the way down the the one pick I probably wouldn't have made was Deshaun Jackson in round seven. I know Tom loves him, and it's his fourth receiver. But at that point, Derrick Henry was still on the board. That's a dart I would have thrown to uh, maybe grab a home run there. But all the way through, I like his draft all the way down through John Brown. Um, again, I, uh, my bold projection was John Brown's going to be a top 15 wide receiver this year. So I love Tom's team, to tell you the truth. I think uh, I think he's got a good shot to take home the trophy. All right. So you there. You got a nice positive review from Derek. Uh, let's talk <laughs> about quarterbacks. He's a smart man. Yeah, he is a smart man. Let's <laughs> talk about quarterbacks, though, because you did take Jameis Winston as your quarterback. He was the eighth quarterback off the board. You got him in the ninth round. People did wait on quarterbacks here. Uh, I do know you were looking at Russell Wilson. Yep. You took D-Jax instead of taking Russell Wilson. Then, of course, he didn't come back to you. So then you took Theo Riddick, took Jameis Winston in the next round. Yep. Thoughts about that? I waited one round too long on Russell Wilson. I really wanted him. I was targeting him, and I, I gambled. Yep. I, ro- I really liked D-Jax a lot this year yep. as a four. So I gambled that nobody behind me was going to take a quarterback, just looking at how they were drafting. And two picks ahead of me, Dr. Roto grabbed Russell Wilson. So it didn't work out. I rolled the dice. It didn't work out. But I am happy with Jameis Winston. Uh, you know, he's a solid guy. There's depth at the position. So if you can't get one of the upper tier guys, yeah. a guy like Winston's fine. Yeah, the only reach of the whole draft, to be truthful, was Lisa Ann took Tom Brady in the third round. So he was like uh, 30th overall. Rodgers didn't go till 5-3, so a full round and a half later. People really waited on quarterbacks, and you can in a 12-teamer. 16-man roster, you certainly can win. I did in this league. I got Rodgers in the sixth round last year. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody was waiting, and in the and I typically don't take an elite quarterback, right. but in the sixth round, I was like, well, shoot, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to take him. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, everybody waits on quarterbacks in this league, without a doubt. Yeah, good strategy, Derek, to do that, of course. I think so. Um, again, if you get down around the fifth or sixth round and one of those elite guys, Rodgers, Brady, Breeze, fall, then I think it's okay to pull the trigger. But like you said, it's 12, 12 teams, 16-man rosters. There's you know, there's 15 or 16 solid QB1s this year, I think. So it's probably most of the time in your best interest to wait. Yeah, I mean, I took Matt Ryan with the last pick of the sixth round. He was the fourth quarterback off the board. I just didn't want to wait 23 more picks to see who my quarterback was going to be at that point. So yeah, I, mean, I, thought, I thought it was a good pick. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't have much problem there. Okay, so let's just talk about a couple of guys that went that we can talk about here. Uh, Sammy Watkins went 53rd. We've been saying he's been going around 47, 48 in the NFFC. Uh, basically, I was surprised that he did go that low in this one. I mean, these guys... They like the names and stuff. I thought maybe we, he would go higher. I'm glad somebody else took him. He wasn't going to be on my team. <laughs> you didn't want him, huh? No. no. All right. Uh, let me see one more. Uh, Kareem Hunt went 77. I was hoping to get him myself. I, was too, I think what happened there was Ray took Spencer where the right. round before, so yeah. he jumped Kareem Hunt earlier than anybody else was going to take him. Yeah. So, yeah, that was probably about two rounds earlier than he normally would go, but because he had Spencer Ware, I think he felt the need to take him early. Yeah. yeah. Kenny Holiday. Moving on up, uh, or Galladay, excuse Galladay, me, Kenny yeah. Galladay, excuse me, was the 59th wide receiver. He went in the 12th round. Derek, you're seeing an awful lot of that in drafts, aren't you, in the NFFC? Yeah, he's he's starting to skyrocket coming off that two-touchdown uh, game over the weekend. Uh, Tom mentioned that he was watching a Rotowire online championship, and he was taken in the seventh round uh, a couple of nights ago. So he he's just, uh, again, it's the preseason big game type of action that you see from time to time. Guys, shoot up the charts. Uh, one more time I want to ask you about, you took Phillip Rivers as your backup quarterback. He was the 15th quarterback going off the board, but 
152nd to yeah. where he went. I mean, I was like, did I not cross him off or what? You know, I mean, really, that was a good pick. I was shocked that he was still there. I mean, I, I fully expected someone like a Carson Wentz to be my backup, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with. I sure. Carson Wentz there. I was astonished that Philip Rivers still was there on the board. I mean, as a backup, who I may, in all probability, will only hope to use once. Although you may use, I him, may more use him more often because he's Philip Rivers. So, yeah, I was very happy with that. I was surprised he fell as far as he did. Yeah, all right. One thing we got to mention is when you're doing this draft on this site, My Fantasy League, which isn't the easiest, and you're doing interviews on the radio, you kind of get lost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, you could tell when guys were on the air, but... There, at that point, I was just like, I can't keep up on the crossing them off, and they're asking me questions about my team. Yeah, they came to me after I think my four after I picked Martavis Bryant, yeah. and I lost almost two full rounds. Fortunately, I I got back before it was my pick, but yeah. I, there were all kinds of players that were off the board. I yeah, you know, I missed. I missed Jarvis Landry at one point. I was looking at him in the, like the sixth round. I was like, he's got to still be there. But then I saw you taking him when I was doing the radio interview. Yeah. So I missed that one completely. Yeah. No, it's good fun, though. It really was a lot of fun being in the draft and uh, learned a few things. And honestly, again, I was surprised. I thought everyone did a great, great yeah. job and uh, very similar. All right, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Must you bring up that side bet again? Because Tom and I ignored it yesterday. Because you're not going to see either one of us wearing a Vikings jersey. I will wear a far Vikings jersey oh. proudly at home. I won't go out in public with it. Please. But I'll do it at home. All right. So can you think of any other side bet? Do we have to do that one where one of us have to wear a Vikings jersey? Oh, I like that one, but I, I, maybe we can come up with something else. Uh, th- one of the things that, that you can do is to avoid it is beat the other guy. Uh, only one of you has to do it, so let's see whose team is the best. I think that if we have a bet with Derek, then we could do it that way. If we lose, we have to wear the Vikings jersey. If he loses, he's got to wear that's Packers jersey, yeah. right? Yeah, that's, that's the not, way to do I it. I don't know how we're being but, 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 <laughs> Yeah, forcing me and you. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I mean, I mean there's no winners in there. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, you finish ahead of me, and yeah. you don't have to wear a bike. And then you come into the office with it. I mean, I get punished again, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, that, yeah, <laughs> you guys can leave the jersey for me. Yeah, I don't see a winner here. No. All right, another busy night of NFFC drafts. Last night, great two more online championships. The Rotowire Online Championship is through the roof. Derek, you watched a lot of them while we were on SiriusXM last night. I mean... These things are filling like crazy. And, and then yesterday, we ended up with a dozen primetimes yeah. sign-ups. I mean, the, the live events are starting to take off. So, I mean, it's exciting. I mean, you get an email of every single sign-up. That's what we get. It's just bing, bing, bing sometimes. Yeah. Derek, uh, you're having fun watching these, but uh, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's just I, I, it's football time. That's There's no, no other way to put it. I mean, people are... You know, baseball's winding down. People have lost interest in their teams, you know, if they're not doing well. And it's it's just second preseason week. People are getting ready, getting their kids ready to go back to school, and vacations are starting to be over, and everyone's wanting to draft. Yeah. Okay, well, let's keep on doing it tonight. Let's fill up those drafts. Go to playnffc.com. That's playnffc.com. We've got everything from... 150 slow drafts, uh, online championships, the cut lines, the satellite leagues. I mean, there's something there. Go to playnffc.com. Go to our countdown page. You can see exactly how many people are signed up for each event. These things fill up on the day of the draft, the night of the draft, every single night. So check it out. And don't forget, send in your questions and topics you want us to discuss on Twitter at 
HSFA pod. All right. We want to have more interaction as the season gets going here, lineup decisions, that kind of stuff. You know, who you're going to draft, who you're going to keep in your own local leagues. We'll answer all of them right here. All right. That's it for the High Stakes Fantasy Advantage podcast. Join us here tomorrow to see if we are in any other leagues or what the ADPs happen or anything like that. We'll be here tomorrow. Join us then. Have a great day, everyone. See ya.